Hello, welcome to Nintendo Nostalgia. I'm your host, Jacob Rush, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Black. Uh, we are back, and we're playing with power. Welcome to episode 253. Ryan, what's going on, my friend? Oh, man, not too much. Still uh, still have COVID symptoms and fighting a cough, so I'll do my best to keep that muted on the show. Uh, but other than that, I'm good. I've uh, got a lot of free time being in isolation and quarantine in my attic, so still still yeah. doing, doing well, uh, other than, you know, waiting on these symptoms to go away. So life's kind of normal for you as in what it's been like the past three weeks or so, right? Yeah, yeah. It almost feels like like all that free time that you had when you were a kid and your parents did all this stuff yeah. for you. Like, and they just brought you meals yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. <laughs> that's pretty nice, honestly. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, while you've been living, this has been your normal for the past three weeks. Mine's been crazy just because we've gotten a lot of snow here in Indy and uh, it's been like... What, like 12, maybe like 8 to 12 inches or something like that, which is the best, we, we the most we've had in quite a while. So um, I had to go into work yesterday morning. It's just stupid. I mean, it was in the midst of everything just getting going and really getting dangerous. And, of course, you know, they just want to keep making their dollars. So show up just to 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 send everybody home like an hour into mm-hmm. it, hour or two into it since I was there. It's like... Yeah, no one's going to come out in this weather. What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. So, but I got to be off and the kids have been home all day and they're all at home all day yesterday and they're home all day today. So it's kind of like, well, um, so life's been busy. We were actually, we were supposed to record yesterday originally and I just totally spaced it. I mean, I spent the day to do some extra time, spent some extra time on my homework. Um, and then today I've just kind of been relaxing more since I did a lot of homework yesterday. Um, and then now here we're doing this episode. Well, with all that said, I think it's time to get into what we have been radical rexing about. Okay, Ryan, uh, I'll let you go, man. Is there anything you're radical rexing about? I know you've been quite, uh, had a lot of free time lately. So yeah, what, what, what's exciting for you? Yeah, um, finally getting caught up on my manga that I had been neglecting. Uh, so got my shonen stuff on and getting caught up on all of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Aside from that, um, I picked up an MMO and trying it out um, called Zenith. It's on uh, Oculus. Um, it's nothing like crazy awesome, but uh, it's kind of <laughs> cool to play a game in VR and like draw weapons and stuff, um, and like actually like you know flail about with those weapons and attack enemies and things. Right. Uh, it's cool doing the hand motions. You can, and if you s- find something, you can climb up it by actually climbing up it, like doing the hand motion, like you're grabbing onto like ladder rungs and stuff and pulling yourself up. It's kind of cool. It's, uh, I like the immersion tricks that they're putting into it. Um, but it also feels like a, a pretty good like MMO, like just in and of itself. It's not graphically great, but it's still pretty cool. Um, it's got its glitches here or there, <laughs> but it's kind of endearing. Um, and then aside from that, my big one is, uh, you know, playing Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus and, uh, completely enjoying that. Um, I've been spending a lot of time trying to catch a, a Togekiss, um, with the right nature. So I've just been going over and over and over again to catch a bunch of Togekiss, hoping to get the right one, mm-hmm. um, before I, you know, proceed onward. But I just finished up with the, uh, the, um, the water fire area, and uh, so and I'm just trying to catch some Pokemon, some more Pokemon, and, and uh, just see how far I can get with my Pokedex um, as I play along and, and doing some quests here or there. I'm up to about, I think, 20, 
4,000, 26,000 on uh, expanding my inventory slots. Uh, so it's getting pretty pricey. <laughs> I know there's a meme going around right now saying that that's the real villain of Pokemon Ar- Legends Arceus is the uh, the guy who sells you uh, slots for your inventory. Um, but other than that, it's been pretty good. Um, I've been enjoying the game a lot. Um, and it's definitely, it's got that Pokemon feel to it. Um, it's definitely got that Pokemon drive. But it also feels very different. Um, it's kind of funny the things that it takes from Breath of the Wild. Like I think even like some of the sounds that the trainer makes is like straight up Link's voice. But I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's really cool. Um, there's a, a few things that they do that I feel like would have been done. It would have been better if they had done a little bit more like Breath of the Wild. But other than that, I think just other than getting buttons a little mixed up sometimes, I think it goes pretty well. Wow. Very nice, very nice. Well, and I'll get into my own, you know, stuff. Uh, I mean, what I've been writing correcting about, too, is uh, mainly I've just been, outside of being busy again with, you know, student, or preparing to be a teacher and um, the kids and life, whatever, um, I do enjoy the snow. I like the snow, so I'm excited about it. And so it's nice to have a couple of unexpected snow days. Yeah, my paycheck takes a hit. I don't get paid to be off, but... Sometimes I think it's okay. I'm not, we're not going to go under or anything, you know what I mean? So, um, but I've been playing uh, Pokemon Arceus. I traded in uh, Diamond and, uh, see, I don't even remember if it was Diamond or Pearl. (laughs) Tells you how much I was like really enjoying it. Um, And I tried, I, you know, I got, I think I beat like one or two gym leaders and then I was like, ah, this is boring, you know? So, um, I did like the music, part of the music. Um, I don't know, those games just keep selling, and I hate that they sell so much. I wish they'd stop selling so good, because the formula's lazy. That formula's lazy, and we're going to get into it all um, here with our main topic, but that formula is just, it's it's lazy, it's half-baked, um, and they do it because they know it's easy money. It's easy money for them, and they keeps getting recycled from people who are just big fanboys and fangirls of the of the franchise and they think Pokemon could do no wrong and um the Pokemon company has a lot of lazy issues and they have no competition. I mean they're probably I think they're literally the number one franchise in all of the world. And uh they can be lazy because they can afford it and no one ever steps up to them on that um with their wallets. Um but with that said, they also, I feel like, do do some good things. And uh, I am excited about Arceus. I traded in uh, that Assassin's Creed and Pokemon, and I got um, I got Arceus. Um, I haven't got to play it as much as I want just because of my life. I'm honestly probably not playing it properly. I'm, um, I've been able to d- jump in and out, and to me, I'm still kind of in the intro phases. And that intros, I think like about it at that first... 40 minutes to an hour is kind of slow. You There's a lot of talking. You get stop, talk, stop, talk, stop, talk. And I'm still just, I think I'm just now getting outside of that because um, I'm able to like run around the field more. And I'm like trying to catch a bunch of rando Pokemon. Um, but it, I'm liking it. And we'll talk more about it later. Um, and I'm still trying to finish up Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> um, I would be further along in the game, but I had a moment where I was uh, a Rusty Bucket Bay, man. That's the hardest level in the game. And... 
because there's a lot of insta kills when you go down to the ship underneath. You can easily fall. Um, or if you get hit by the propellers behind the ship when you try to get that jiggy, if you don't do it in time, um, it auto-kills you. And then when you get auto-killed, you have to recollect the jiggies, everything. So um, I got to a point where I had every jiggy pretty much by like one or two. And I tried to make a save state. Uh, and I accidentally restarted my old save state, which just deleted everything I had just did. So I was like, okay, I'll come back to this later. And I've just been torn because I want to dump, jump into the new Pokemon game more. Um, so I'm trying to finish up Banjo-Kazooie. I'll probably uh, play a ton of it this evening and see where I can get with it. So then I can focus more on Arceus. Um, but besides that, you know, that's what I've been Radical Rexing about. With all that said, really, I, I'm ready to dive into the topic today, Ryan. Um, and that topic, obviously, it's Pokemon-centric. And um, we decided we wanted to focus on a character. We have not done a character spotlight in a really long time. Um, and this was... Thanks to Ryan here, we are going to choose to do red. Red is from Pokemon. Red, blue, and yellow, and leaf uh, and green. If you remember, green from Japan, um, and uh, he's the main character of Pokemon. Obviously, you can change your name, but it's centered around red. And we're going to talk about this character who popped up here and there throughout Nintendo's games, um, but not very many people really. I think. I don't think many people really realize that there was a main character named Red. We we associate Pokemon a lot with Ask Ash Ketchum um, because the cartoon Ash, and then um, I think Pokemon Adventures are made to really feel like you're the trainer. I always change my name to Jacob. No one ever keeps Red, right? No one ever keeps Blue or whatever. Um, they always change the names, and uh, it makes it all about you. So it's just really cool to. Um, to, to, to dive into who this character is. So with all that said, let's get into All About Red. Little bit. Tell us a little bit of knowledge about who Red is. All right. Uh, Red is a kid from Pallet Town. Uh, he was 11 years old. Uh, believe it or not, he was actually considered 10 years old in Europe um, when he was debuted. Um, but yes, uh, he's a, a 11 year old uh, straight out of Pallet Town, uh, going to prove his worth as a Pokemon trainer. And uh, you know, he's a, he gets a starter Pokemon. Um, Starting with the starter Pokemon, I got to know, like, Jacob, what was your first Pokemon? What so was your pick? Uh, my original first Pokemon was Squirtle. Um, at this point, I really knew nothing about Pokemon. My original run through, I, I chose Squirtle. I thought it was a cool looking turtle. Um, and to this day, Squirtle has a special, special part in my heart. Um, but I always was more attracted to Charizard. Um, I had red. Mm -hmm. I didn't have blue. My sister blue. Um, so I eventually went back and restarted it after I had beat it with Blastoise and then I got Charmander and I've been in love with Charmander ever since. Um, Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard. But yeah, Squirtle's got a special place in my heart because he was my first starter that I ever chose and I knew nothing about Pokemon. So, um, 
It was great. Uh, I, I like Ward. I think. I think personally, I know you don't, but I think the Kento region has the. I think they had the best looking Pokemon um, than any generation still to this day. Um, not to say other generations don't have good designs, but I think they nailed it out the gate with with those original three. Um, personally, I think Bulbasaur is the only. Am I? He is the only appealing Leaf starter out of all the starters. Uh, I, I will say the turtle. The turtle um, from Gen Four was cool. I liked him too. Uh, Bulbasaur and him, but other than that, I don't. I don't care about Snivy and Chikorita and stuff. I th- I thought. And I know there's many more, but I think the original three, maybe there's some nostalgia in there, but I think they're the best. I'm not saying they're the strongest. I'm just saying I think they look the coolest. I can see that. What about you? Um, so I definitely went with Charmander first. Um, I had red version and the fire one looked cool to me. Uh, especially since, you know, he had Charizard on the cover art. Um, I definitely stuck with, with that, um, you know, to match my version. I didn't really know too much. Um, I think prior to this, I had gotten a pack of Pokemon cards and pulled a Blastoise. So I could have maybe have gone with, with the Squirtle had I known it turned into Blastoise, but I didn't know at the time. Um, and oddly enough, the person who got me into Pokemon was uh, was an old church friend uh named jeremy and uh uh he was uh his mom took us to a toys r us and got him a pack of cards and and they graciously got me a pack of cards and that that was when i opened it and had the blastoise and you know jeremy's all like blown away that i got that one because it was the one that was on the pack picture on the pack and i had no idea what he was talking about but i was i was hooked from there and so that I think it was that Christmas or that birthday or somewhere in there, my parents got me Pokemon Red uh, for my Game Boy. And uh, it, was, it wasn't too long after I got Pokemon, um, or sorry, when I got my Game Boy Pocket, I want to say. Um, it just, I don't remember the timeline exactly, but, you know, I, I started with, with uh, Red. I named myself Ryan and uh, I had my, my rival, uh, John, John Hester. Um, in later years, I would replace John with Jacob. Uh, Jacob, did you ever have me as your rival? Was it always Draven? Um, I honestly don't remember who all I've chosen to be. Uh, <laughs> I think sometimes I, I don't really remember, honestly. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I probably selected you. I like to just select random friends here and there. Um uh, yeah, so, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if I chose you. I feel like I, I did, but I don't honestly remember who I chose or if I just kept it as blue or maybe changed it to Gary for the show. Yeah, yeah, smell you later. <laughs> <laughs> smell you later. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of the, uh, the the start, the origin, if you will. Um, we'll, we'll touch on the uh, the origin name later, um, but... You know, it's really cool to see this this kid uh, start out on his Pokemon journey and you get to be that kid. And uh, you had a rival, uh, Blue or Gary or whoever you wanted him to, to be called. And uh, you, you had to fight against him. He kind of was always a step ahead of you. and uh, But you were kind of the underdog. Um, and it was the way it was kind of made um, where you're, you're kind of coming from behind, trying to make your own way and just discovering these new Pokemon and how they can help and all the moves that they have and battling and stuff. It's, it's pretty cool. And just unraveling the mysteries that is team rocket. Um, 
you know, he's this little kid, but he gets into these grand adventures and we're along for the ride. And coinciding with that was the Pokemon anime that came out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I thought um, for the longest time, I thought Red and Ash were the same one. In fact, I think one of the suggestions that you get in the game is is Ash. Maybe maybe that's in later versions, but I feel like that was a thing. Like they, they gave you some pre-populated ones. You can make your own name. And uh, I thought that was kind of cool that they had that um, that nod. And I always thought it was the same character, but their stories never really lined up. Uh, the show is completely different from the actual game. And, uh, you know, I, I I didn't realize that they were in the same continuity even. In fact, there is some time shenanigans and uh, alternate continuities uh, involved with Pokemon, especially uh, revolving around Red, um, which we'll touch on at, at the end here. But um, mm-hmm. just it was really cool to, to start out um, according to the game or to the according to the games um the original team for red um consisted of you know you've got charmander bulbasaur squirtle um and then pikachu um he's got those core ones and then for the most part that remains unchanged um i know that um there's a a 64 game or gamecube game that had like him he had I want to say maybe Stadium 2, he had, like, the uh, starters from Gen 2. Um, but other than that, like, he, he usually fills out his team with a Snorlax and a Lapras, aside from that. Um, and a uh, pretty, pretty uh, cool team, pretty solid team, uh, really tough. Um, and it was really cool to play through his journey and beat the game, beat the Elite Four, and be like, what? No, there's more afterwards? Yeah. And you had to take down your rival who who became the champion before you? Like, that, that, I remember as a kid being, like like shocked and like oh man i i wasn't the first to do it like man uh this is how could he be well then i'm gonna kick his butt and i totally did and i love that uh that moment uh, where i came out on top and just felt really really special um one of the first few games that i remember beating like that um it was it was cool really really cool um i did have some help though when i finally beat it because um that was when i had blue version which had dropped into my lap with level 100 Pokemon. So I kind of yeah. breezed through that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was it, still really cool. Um, well, I mean, what was even cool about red, you know, with when you got to silver and gold was that, um, you know, once you play through it all and spoilers, you know, you get to go do the Kinto region after you've beaten the Johto league. Um, and then you go back and you face the final four over there. And the final, final, champion you play is is red it's it's who you were in the first game which was always such a big surprise i mean pokemon those early days of pokemon were clever and really cool and really ambitious with what they did and it it, it, many pokemon fans will tell you it is it was better than what they do today it was better than um the fact that they did that crammed the whole first generation back into the second game it was fun because you got nostalgic for the first game when you after you were playing the second games, you know, and they're just like, well, there it is. Just go over there and, and, and do all that now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really cool and kind of surreal to see like, whoa, like this is me from the first game. And I'm re- I'm fighting myself as hypothetically fighting who I used to be in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, Red's not a villain at all. Obviously, it's just the 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 tournament and stuff. So that was really cool. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. Red uh, Pokemon released. Oh, it's been a good while now, but they released a whole little cartoon, like movie short series about Red um, Pokemon Origins. Is that correct? 
Is that what it was called? Yep. Origins. It's like yep. 20, was it back in like 2016 or 17 or 18, somewhere in there? Um, I don't remember the exact time it was. I want to say it was 2018. Um, I think it was like around their 20, was it, was it their 25th anniversary? Remember when they like released the face plates and red and blue came to 3DS and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. I think um, it was around then. I think that was, it was like their 25th anniversary. Man, it's been a time. It's crazy how long it's been. Um, I oh, don't I know. When they I... first came out, though, I'm, I'm not seeing it here really quickly um, right off. See when it first aired. Um, but, man, the nostalgia there um, to take take you back to what Red went through, because we never got that in the anime. Like, right. We got Ash's journey and it was completely different and, and dorky and everything. But like this is more of a serious like feel to it. It's honestly what um, Pokemon the cartoon should have been. This is what it should have originally been. And it's kind of baffling that they chose to go this route with some some kid that's not even in the game. You know, they just made up <laughs> a whole different story. And that's a little little weird. I mean... It's the Hollywood effect. Like, you get a good book and then they make a movie of it. It's completely different. <laughs> yeah, very much so. I mean, again, you know, we still enjoyed Pokemon. Obviously, the anime was a huge success that still continues to this day. But, yeah, when you think back about it, it's like... The game starred somebody different than who was who in the was in the cartoon. That's why they released Yellow and they made it about Ash and you were Ash in that. It was the same games, but you just because the anime took off so well, they're like, well, let's just make them, the characters feel like this is what it is. You know, you're playing the mm-hmm. cartoon, which was smart on their end. Um, but uh, yeah, Red was in that, and you just got to basically relive Pokemon Red and Blue as him. You got to see it in the animation, and he went through all the gems, and he faced off against Team Rocket, went against Legendaries. It was really surreal, and it just kind of just I, 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 it showed who his who his character was, and um, what he more it just kind of showed us who he was like to put a um, to really see the character of Red instead of it just being this pixelated guy you select. Um. So apparently, uh, Japan got the uh, Pokemon Origins. It uh, looks like it was broadcast Japan in 2013. Wow. Uh. So yeah, uh, that was a thing. Uh, it looks like it later came out. It... Yeah, it looks like it was October. It was. Uh, it was split into four episodes. Um, I want to say that maybe there's a newer series because I feel like that was more recent. At least in my memory, it seemed like it was more recent. Um, I don't know. Now I'm starting to second guess myself, and you can tell that we haven't watched it. <laughs> well, I have. But, uh, it's just been a long time. I mean, yeah, everyone knows how crazy my life's long. been over the past few years. Honestly, it thinks it just feels like my brain like went on autopilot for about a year and a half there, two years. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I feel like things are still as fresh as they were back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of ben- crazy, but yeah, we might've also seen it coincide with like going on a streaming service or something like that at the time. Um, who knows? It just, it doesn't seem like that long, but you know, the years keep getting, uh, getting further and further away from us. And something that seems like yesterday is, is, uh, so much farther. It's power of nostalgia, I guess. <laughs> right. Um, you know, and then red, uh, I feel like we kind of got away from the character himself. Um, up until Smash Brawl came out for the Wii, they brought him back, and it was 
they it was the first time we had honestly we'd ever seen him in 3D like that. Um mm-hmm. and he was in the story mode of Smash Brothers because if you remember that uh, what was it called the Subspace Emissary. Subspace Emissary. Yes, yes. I want I knew it was something like that. Um, Emissaries. And he had Squirtle, uh, Charizard, and uh, Bulbas was, no, Ivysaur. Um, yeah, he had a version of all three of the first starters. Um, and you could switch between them. And they're still in the current game, which is awesome. Um, but uh, it was cool to see him like that and to see him prominently being showcased as a Nintendo hero. It's not just about yeah. Pikachu anymore. It was about this trainer mm-hmm. and his start and his starter Pokemon. Yeah, that's something very special. Um, it was cool. The mechanics they put in there, um, they kept it so that you would keep switching. Um, cause I think they kind of ran down after a time they became weaker, the longer you had them out. And so you had to switch out to the, to another one and have the other one recover. Um, it's kind of a cool idea um, to to have to keep switching up your team as they ran out of stamina, as they ran out of HP, um, and uh, to kind of keep keep it moving. Given that that trainer feel, it was definitely a unique take. Like much like Smash Brothers brings in new characters with with new takes. Like it was really cool to have that balance and everything. Yeah, it was, and it, it was cool to see him get to come back again in the latest Smash games as well too. Um, and it's kind of funny. I mean. You know, your his Pokemon take a beating, but nothing ever happens to him. In in, in the Smash fights, he's like kind of <laughs> in the background, floating on a platform. When mm-hmm. really, all you need to do is take out the trainer, and those Pokemon aren't <laughs> going to do anything. So, <laughs> yeah. So you know, you're not really losing uh, if you're playing Pokemon Trainer, like because the trainer doesn't actually get beat up or lose. Like he's still right. he's still good. Your team may have been taken out. But hey, you know, you're still good. Uh, right. that, that all changes um, in the new formula, though, with, with uh, Pokemon Arceus. Uh, all, all bets are off. That's right. When, what a great way to transition. You know, uh, Red was... Um, we wanted to touch a little bit on Arceus a little bit more in depth um, because on Red, Pokemon Red Blue, um, and the character of Red started off Pokemon. They started off this whole... This is what Pokemon was for the longest time, and um, it started off the... It's not a fad. It's what what grew to be the number one franchise in the world still to this day. Um, and it started something that was so fantastic. It was mind capturing for children. Um, and I desperately, I mentioned, you know, I got bored of Pokemon. Honestly, I remember the game. I remember the exact game that made me just kind of be like, I'm done. This is, does not do it for me anymore. And it was Pokemon Coliseum. I was excited mm-hmm. about that game because they had kind of advertised it as like it was going to be the first 3D Pokemon game. And it was going to be on the consoles now. Big deal. Console Pokemon game. And you could run around a world. And they did have it like that. But it was kind of, it was just kind of boring. It just wasn't fun. It wasn't engaging to me. And I, I just wasn't a fan. And ever since then... My relationship with Pokemon has been up and down. Um, mm-hmm. I'll get excited and I can't kind of get triggered off. But every starting back to Sun, I got Ultra Sun, Sun, Ultra Sun, and then I got um, what? Shield, right? Yeah, Shield. I uh, No, I got Sword. Not Shield. I got Sword. And then I just tried to get Diamond. Oh, and I got Let's Go and all of them. I all start them and I all just stop because I'm just like, mm-hmm. 
sucks. This is boring. Um, I, I do think I'll go back to Let's Go when my kids are just, just, they're almost there. My girls are just a little, once they're a little bit older and they can really understand the concept of throwing the Pokeball and capturing, then I think I'll get it. Um, again, I still kept my Pokeball. I did not ever trade that in, but I did trade in the game. Um, so I'll get that game again eventually. But I did keep that Pokeball because I figured those would be very expensive and hard to find one day. Okay. Um, so I... Uh, um, yeah, you know, with all that said, I got, I'm really bored of the old formula. I really want something to recapture what Pokemon was. It's the, it's literally the only franchise that I have a hard time going back to from my childhood. And we like all, I feel like most of us, I was obsessed. I collected the cards. I watched the anime. I went to the theaters to watch the movies. I had Pokemon merchandise up the wazoo as a child. Christmases and birthdays, Pokemon centric. Um, mm-hmm. I loved it, but as an adult, I really struggle w- reconnecting with it. I can go back to Mario, Banjo, Donkey Kong, Metroid, San- Zelda, uh, Pikmin, Mario Kart, whatever, you know, and I get, and I get back to it, but Pokemon, I don't get it. And I, th- and I personally feel like the Pokemon company over the years has gotten lazier. I don't feel like they, um, truly give it their a game effort for being the number one franchise in the world. They could just, they really could do so much more than what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Arceus, I think it is a step in the right direction. It's what we've, what I, back when Pokemon Coliseum came out, I th- is what I think what is what I was envisioning Pokemon to become. And I really hope that this becomes the standard and they phase out those old games. Because look, they're, rem- they're already back to Gen 4 with remakes. They got black and white next, right? Mm-hmm. What are they going to do after that? Don't tell me black and white too. I mean, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> you know, you can remake that, but then at that point, what you're going to go back and then remake the red and blue again? You know what I mean? So it's they've got to they've got to really change this up. Um, I think they'll do a let's go formula with every generation. I think that'll be their their next thing to keep money rolling in like that. But hmm. I really hope Arceus is a sign of what's to come. I would love to go back and revisit um, an ancient like prehistoric times feeling game for every region. I would love to go back to Kento and Johto, the ones I'm most nostalgic for and explore those areas. Um, There's reference to them during that time um, in the game. So that's kind of cool. Those Um, regions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So far I've only seen a couple, but um, some of the references uh, point to an early, early beginnings of what becomes uh, the teams, uh, not, not just team galactic even. It's kind of cool to see oh, wow. um, where these things come from, and uh, it's 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 quite awesome to to see like the roots starting with red and then yeah. going backwards and seeing where they went from there. And they have their own ancient histories they talk about too, right? Um, and so like it doesn't just stop there; like it goes even further back and with Pokemon and everything. But it was during a time when Pokemon were feared, and and as you start playing, like people start warming up to Pokemon and starting having their own Pokemon, and it's kind mm-hmm. of giving people Pokemon and working alongside Pokemon. It's kind of that origin story where before it was just wild, terrifying monsters right. that attacked you, you know, um, yeah. where they could be, actually be helpful partners. And it's, it's kind of a cool like thing to see as it's blossoms. And, and I'd like to see going into other regions and seeing the old stuff. Um, I'd like to see this formula aged up and we play through, you know, gen one, gen two, in this formula it would be kind of cool to actually explore all the areas, uh, mm-hmm. expand them out, flesh them out and actually go to those different places. Like it would be really cool to have those experiences in that formula with 
where you run around, you can get hurt, you can throw the balls at the Pokemon, kind of like let's go, but it's kind of a new formula even. Um, and, and and it's pushing us closer towards the ability to go to multi-regions. It's something that hasn't happened yet since, you know, Gen 2 when we got to go to two different regions. Like ever since then, people have been clamoring, like I want to go to this other region again. You know, I want to revisit places. I want to go other places in the wo- Pokemon world. Right. And we've never gotten that. And someday we may see an MMO or some Pokemon world where we can actually like grab a ticket, get on the SSN and, and take the SSN over to another region and yeah. check out, you know, Pokemon in Australia, whatever that looks like, you know, it'd be kind of cool. cool. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, I even think honestly the region more than the region they chose, I think Johto would be an awesome one to explore because Johto in the game itself, silver and gold, they, in crystal, they talk about like the, ancient times about how these like the how the the three legendary dogs were killed you know and um how like their spirits were reincarnated to be these legendary pokemon i think right you can correct me if i'm wrong and ho-oh lugia like they just they their their origins in the game take place in ancient times and i think it'd be cool yeah. to explore that region and see those original ancient times the stories you hear in the pokemon games and the lore you can pick up you see them play out in these past events that you read as legends in the future yeah, I, I also like that you can go back and view Pokemon that are now extinct. Like, you know, th- there's some gens you had to do certain crazy things to get evolutions, you know, like turn the system upside down or, you know, during this time of day, you have to have the friendship this high uh, in order to get them to evolve when you level up. Um, it's kind of just a wonder what is going on. Like, why is this something that we have to go through, but then to consider there's Pokemon that we'll never get access to because they existed in the past way far flung into the past. And so we're experiencing that, that now with Pokemon legends where we're finding uh, just basically these, these Pokemon that never will be again. They're, they're far from their original, you know, when they first came to the planet, whatever happened with the origin story there, we might find out. Um, I've not gotten that far in the story yet for legends, um, but it's, it'd be kind of cool to see, um, some of these Pokemon evolutions that have gone extinct, the Pokemon line still exists, um, but you can't find that Pokemon anywhere else because that it, it, the conditions that were ripe then for evolution aren't there. Like you're not going to get the Isuian Arcanine. Um, you're not going to find like Scyther's evolution. Um, and aside from like Scizor, it, it, the evolutionary line goes in a different way under different circumstances. And it's kind of cool that there's branches, but then it's kind of cool to know that, like, hey, there's actually these Pokemon evolutions that we never got to experience in the past because they just became inaccessible. Like, you know, things change. The land changed. Like, they're not going to meet those same conditions anymore. And it kind of points to, like, in the future, we'll get new evolutions in different ways to evolve Pokemon because that's just, like, you know, things changed. Um, Yeah. And that's kind of cool to know that, like, we can go into the past and get those Pokemon things that we've never seen before, but also, like... We can also see that in the future and getting every single Pokemon is going to be so hard, like getting every single version, every single form. Like, you know, it's it's right when it comes to like collecting them all, catching them all. I think that Nintendo has or sorry, Pokemon is company has gone a little bit further from trying to catch them all because it's such a daunting task over 900, you know, <laughs> now. So let's 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 Gotta see them, them all. try to, to pull all those into Pokemon home um, and and uh it's kind of sad isn't it i mean that's what start <laughs> it was all about gotta catch them all that was the slogan you know 
Yeah, and it is a bit sad, but it's grown to the point where, like, you have literally thousands of different species of Pokemon, and pretty soon we're going to have enough that it'll populate an entire world where you have enough diversity all across the world of, of the Pokemon world that you can explore, and and eventually incrementally we'll get there. But I think this push towards Legends is a big factor in that, and that Nintendo. And Pokemon Company would have to continue to keep working together, um, I would think. And Pokemon Company would have to go in and start changing up the formula and moving the formula closer towards an MMO that would work for everybody. And I think that Arceus is a step in the right direction, for sure. Um, And to change up the formula enough to make it more like if you teamed up with your friends, you could do that. Like, you have that in in Sword and Shield. I'm sorry, um... Yeah, Sword and Shield, where you can you can take on like you know Gigantamax Pokemon and, and and catch them and work together as a team. And and there's actually a a, a, uh, a helping mechanic built into Legends. Mm-hmm. Um, or with uh, there's like if you die, you drop your pack and you lose items when you die. You lose some of your items, but then if you have your Wi-Fi turned on in your game, um, the items that someone lost will populate in your world, and you can go there in the field where they died, pick up that pack. And they get their pack back, hmm. and then you get a bonus for finding their pack. And That's if they find your pack, you get all your items back. Um, and, it, and you get, like, points built up for doing that by finding their, their packs that were discarded. And there's a social aspect to that where everybody's helping each other. And so, like, we have this thing where everybody's battling together. We have this thing where everybody's helping each other find their items that they lost when they fainted. Like, it's a really cool idea and seeing this connection. And eventually, this is all going to meld into one giant game where we're all connected, you know, in, in, in an MMO space, and that would be amazing. That would be interesting. I mean, we'll see where they keep going with this, and uh, the Pokemon Company tends to do what we don't want them to do. You know, they kind of yeah. they'll take a step back, and then they'll they'll take a step forward and a step back, forward and back. So I don't know. We'll see. They just like making money, you know, and um. But I like the direction Arceus is going. I think it's got some cool, promising things here. And I like that we're getting a Pokemon adventure that's not about beating a bad team and collecting the badges. Yeah. I like that. I I feel like it's more of a... I've always thought they could do more of like a Final Fantasy type story with Pokemon. Like... (laughs) Yeah. Like, literally, make some like crazy Pokemon that... For example, Mewtwo is a great, just an example here. Like he's got like human-like talking abilities, and um, he could really have some alternate, alternative evil schemes that he wants to do. And you are trying to stop him with your own Pokemon and figure this out, you know. And it could go just well beyond. Oh, I found this Pokemon in a cave and caught him, you know. So it's, yeah. I think it'd be great to do that, to really just explore and, and make the games who, who would think if Pokemon became like a, like a four part story, like a, like a final fantasy game and they just were <laughs> super long chapters. Hey, could get there one day. They're rich enough. They could, yeah. they could do it, but I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. But I mean, really other than that, you know, I, I still have to dive into the game a lot more. I'm sure in the future I'll have a lot more to say about Arceus, but as of right now, I like the feeling, um, and I laugh at how much they rip off. They're trying to rip off Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I mean, it's Breath of the Wild. It's so, 
it's so stupid. It's not even funny. Like, <laughs> well, I think Monolith Soft even helped out, and they worked on Breath of the Wild, so we see that. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that they couldn't do something different, though. I mean, like it's the same like random piano sounds and the and, and nature and just the sound effects. Like literally, it's like almost the exact same carbon copy thing of Breath of the Wild, except for they won't let the trainers climb up everything. I haven't played an open world game really since Breath of the Wild, and it's annoying when I can't r- climb up a rock easily where they're like uh, they kind of like mm-hmm. stuck and slowly run up the up the of the of the mountain there you can it, at a certain point you can do some hill traversal with certain pokemon you can ride That'd i don't know nice. if there's anything more than that um but you know just that that first ride that you can get you can actually use the jump and the the dash to to get up hills and stuff and well, get the good, higher yeah. places and explore and you get that pretty good. early so that's good. So yeah, you got something there. It's not quite like just grabbing on and climbing up something, but it's it's something. Right, for sure. But uh, other than that, any final thoughts on like where Pokemon's going and and Red and the character Red will Red be a part of the past and just be the face of the chapter of what Pokemon used to be, or will we ever see Red make a return? I doubt it. I, I mean, I think I we'll see a it. line. Um, we'll see nods to future, like there's several nods and legends of characters. You can tell they're definitely descendants of these characters that you met later, you know, in, in fourth gen and what mm-hmm. have you. So I, I can see that, like, we'll probably see descendants of red, you know, we, we saw, I mean, even within Pokemon, I, I believe like, isn't red red's father or is it Ash's father as a gym leader or, or something like that? Like, so like, you know, it's generational for Pokemon and like my father did that and he became a champion or he, he became a leader of some sort. And and like how far back does the line go? So even if we don't see red again, I'm sure we'll see some descendants or ascendants, uh, some some uh, relatives of his uh, yeah. from the past um, in that line. That'd be cool. I kind of see see that. That would be cool. Yeah. But yeah, well, other than that, Ryan, how about we just do our due diligence and close us out here, man? Sure thing, man. So um, you can find us, as always, on our lovely uh, podcast of choice, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also find us on Amazon Podcasts, Pandora Podcasts. Um, we also have presence on YouTube. Um, we, have, we also have uh, Facebook you can check out, at Nintendo NOS, on our Twitter, at Nintendo underscore NOS, on our Instagram, at Nintendo NOS IN. Shoot us an email, Nintendo Nostalgia at IN at gmail.com. Uh, Patreon will be coming soon and we're still working on the details for that and uh, you can also call into our nostalgia hotline share your memories and show us some love at 317-969-5690 guys that brings us to the end of the episode thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time smell you later Preston see ya bye Thank you.